Hey girl, hey, and welcome to another episode of That Real Housewives Roundup with me, Invincibly. Let's go on a journey as we discuss the latest antics of the Real Housewives. We love, love, love. Today we are discussing the ninth episode of the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. The ladies are off to sunny San Diego for a Sean Navas extravaganza. But tempers were high from the get-go as the co-hosts were clashing. And she found herself at the receiving end of Jen's wrath, while Jen upped the antics, coming for her friends one by one. Do stay tuned until the end for our usually and rhyme. Let's discuss all this and more, starting now on That Real Housewives Roundup. we open this episode with a depressed Jen Shah who is having flashbacks of the nightmare that was the Charest. It's still haunting her. It's haunting her big time as she opens up her bathroom vanity drawer exposing a whole lot of pill bottles. Dramatic much? But hey, that's Jen for you, doing the most while asking for sympathy at the same time. Girl says the last year and a half has been a living hell still pleading her innocence, but has to take each day as it comes. Speaking of each day as it comes, girl, it's the month of February and we are only a few days away of seeing Jen checking into the clink. Girl needs to report by the 17th and I wonder what she has planned because we all know she ain't going down without a spectacle. Well, for more on Jen, you can visit dearjenshaw.com. Not sponsored, FYI. <laughs> More exciting things to look forward to in Feb is that Salt Lake will start filming season 4 with my girl Mary M. Cosby, possibly returning. Plus, The Real Housewives of Dubai will start filming their second season on February 20th with no Nina Ali in tow. After a decent break, The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills also started filming. And I'm excited to see what transpires over there. It's gonna be another tough one for Erica, since her estranged husband Tom Girardi has been officially arrested. Let's see how this mess plays out. While Robin is making a fool of herself over in Potomac, I'm happy to move over to New Jersey and have my number one housewife of all time, Teresa Giudice Dudice, back on my screen. We've waited long for the Real Housewives of New Jersey, and our girls are finally back, Jersey strong. Love, love, love. Anyway, I digress. Back to the streets of Salt Lake City, where Heather is out meeting Angie H and Dana at Bowman Bakery for a slight morning kiki. They get to chatting where Dana tells the ladies of Jen, disinviting her on the San Diego trip. But what's worse is that this is all news to Angie. She didn't even know there was a trip. She didn't even get an invite. How sad, at least Dana got considered. Anyway, they get to chatting about Jen and Dana puts it all out there that she doesn't like Jen's vibe or how Jen treats the other ladies and questions. If the other ladies don't see it 
or don't recognize Jen's shitty behavior, but she makes it known that she just don't like it. Yes, Heather, speaking out of the other side of her ass, telling that yes, Jen has been doing that since she's known her. She's oh so over Jen, since Jen doesn't even consider her friendship the way Heather does to Jen. But she says she'll just keep on suppressing her feelings about this, as she always does. Bloop, there goes the besties. Jen follows a different set of friendship rules, and it's either ride or die loyalty, or I will burn you alive. Heather states that she doesn't even want to go on this trip, since she feels like nobody even wants her there. She's got beef with Whitney, Lisa, and Jen, and is barely just hanging on to this trip, and she's hit a breaking point. Anywho, Dana lets him know that Meredith invited her along on this trip. Yes, Dana is now a guest of a guest, as Heather pointed it out, for all to hear. <laughs> and so Meredith invited you, not Jen. So you're a guest of a guest? Yeah, guest of a guest. I'm going to have the best time. I'm... No. Danny, you've left your street smarts at the door. <laughs> <laughs> but as these ladies are enjoying the morning kiki, Across town, we have a very bright Meredith paying Jen a visit over at the chalet, where a Zen Jen is playing holy again since it's the month of Ramadan, and she needs to be conscious of her words and behavior, and Meredith states that she will take full advantage of this Jen, since she invited Dana on the San Diego trip and needs to relay this tibet to Jen. Well, as expected, Jen ain't happy with this Dane arrangement, but what she gotta do? Alas, a shady ass Jen appoints Meredith as the CEO of fun for this trip. A resume builder. Like, what the fuck? Of all people that she could give the stars to, she tells Meredith, the fuck? Later, Jen and Angie Kay also got together to plan this Greek and Tongan themed trip for the ladies. They talk about having Greek catering, a luau with fire dances, the works, and cheers to a Shanaeva's extravaganza. They ready. But Whitney, even Whitney is feeling anxious about this trip. Just listen. So what do you think you're going to get out of this trip? A migraine. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of That Real Housewives Roundup. Join me each week as we discuss the latest antics of the housewives we love, the roundup reviews, and my personal favorite, the Leanne Rhymes. Go on, subscribe to this podcast, and engage with me on all socials at Real Housewives Roundup. Don't be tardy for this podcast party. Now, back to the show. Salt Lake City International Airport and these ladies are San Diego bound. Everybody showed up, everybody except Meredith, which is putting Dana, the guest of a guest, in an awkward position since she's deliberately being iced out by Jen. Jen wants none of Dana. 
None. So they land in San Diego, and on the infamous Sprinter van they go, from the airport to the abode, which Angie Kay so lovingly organized. Girl took it upon herself to take the lead hosting duties by gathering the girls around and proposed a toast to a dope house and a fun time. Dana let it know that this is her very first girls trip ever, and Meredith let it know that she's been assigned as CEO of fun. And the girls are cheering. I'm like, girls, y'all know y'all are all about to go down if you hop on the Meredith fun train. <laughs> then Jen. Jen came up to save the day with her Shafan rules. Listen. Number one, have fun. Number two, have fun. Number three, don't be a bitch unless you're a fun bitch. A fun bitch is you say f you with your titties out. That's a fun bitch. If I don't like the direction that things are going in, I can okay. call the fun police. <laughs> Cheers to call the cops. Righto. They arrive at the love boat, the abode that's Angie's hookup, and she's feeling very HBIC, showing off, taking the girls on a house tour, taking the lead, feeling herself. Feeling herself to the point where this is now pissing off Jen, cause which strip is it? Even the other ladies are hella confused. Angie instructed the girls to pick their rooms while picking the master for herself and girl. This is the one thing that got Jen heated. Asking Angie who the fuck is in charge here? Side piece? Jen feels like she deserves the master since she's planned the entire trip while Whitney feels Jen deserves the master since she won't be seeing a master suite again in a long time. <laughs> anyway, the ladies all discuss and decide amongst themselves who will be getting which bedroom. Meredith just wants a tub and Heather is all too happy to be getting the casita which has a separate entrance outside. Away from everyone else, clever girl. Jen is all confused and is voicing that even though she's planning this, she doesn't even know where she's going while eyeing Angie. Who? The other ladies are all taking note of this apparent power struggle. Jen tells Angie outright that she already fucked up the room situation and Angie's giving up, telling Jen just to take over and before you know it, Jen, with a smirk on her face, slow pours a beverage over Angie's head, like, what the fuck? It's gasps, it's pearls being clutched, it's complete silence from the rest of the ladies. Cause how could Jen be doing this to a co-host and friend? This was so unnecessary, but Jen feels like Angie needed to cool down. You see, she took all of the attention from Jen, and it bothered her. So demeaning, a true bitch move. But hey, Jen feels like it's a light-hearted fun. It's funny to her. This is where I need the CEO of fun to step in. But I mean, are we all even kidding with all of this? And then, to show how funny she thinks it is, Jen took Angie's glass and poured it over her own head. Again, what the fuck? Angie said enough. She good, and leaves as Jen lets everybody know that they're going on a yacht bitch. They better go and get ready for it, and they all go into their own corners. And she took her emotions to the master suite, where she's confiding in Lisa, 
who feels bad that she didn't speak up for Angie when Jen pulled that bitch move. Girl feels like she's being conditioned to not call Jen out on her bad behavior. Well, it's not just you, Lisa, but I'm glad that you're aware of it. Angie is still dumbfounded by it all, telling Lisa that she knows that she's still a loyal and committed friend to Jen, but after everything that she's done for Jen, she still does that and act this way? Ooh, Angie's boiling. And before you know it, she boils over and tells Lisa how she ended up paying for Coach's birthday party. Bitch, that birthday party that Jen supposedly threw at the beginning of the season. Well, Angie lets us know that she paid for the entire affair from alcohol, flowers, food, dances, casino tables, the works. She tells that she was only supposed to open her home up for the event, but ended up paying $15,000 for the Harlem night soiree. She feels like she's right there with Jen's victims. She's been conned out of thousands of dollars, and it ain't right. And how much money did I get from Jen Shaw? Zero. Angie's burst, and just decided that as soon as they get back home, she will be sending Jen a bowl. Good luck getting that coin, Angie. Even the government is out here waiting on their cut. But girl, what threw me was Heather telling Dana that she knows all of what's going on with Jenny's fucked up. Anyone can see. She also knows that Dana is all about standing up for truth and righteousness, but this mess right here is not the time, nor the place, especially since Dana is a guest of a guest. <laughs> Heather makes sure that she doesn't forget that and continues to tell her not to get into it with the hostess and to pick her battles wisely. Y'all, it's Heather's loyalty for me. The loyalty runs pretty deep with Jen and these ladies. Like, does Jen have something over them? Like, does she have their blood sample, their social security number, their DNA? Like, what is this? Just pick your battles wisely. All right, everyone regrouped. Redressed and Angie's hair is freshly blown, ready for the open waters, all while Jen is wondering if she invited the right Angie. She wants to trade Angie K for Angie H. <laughs> A mess. But girl, we all know that these girls and a sprinter van goes hand in hand. So to the sprinter we go, where the pre-drinks are flowing, and y'all know Whitney and drinking, she always want to be on a solving situation, telling the girls that a conversation needs to be had, right here, right now, in this confined packed space. And before you know it, Jen and Angie are getting tit for tat at each other. Jen feels like Angie should apologize. And she feels like Jane should apologize. Child, nobody's gonna win. Nobody's gonna win. Before you know it, Angie bursts and let it all out that she's been super organized this whole trip. And coach's party, which she paid for. Like, oop, here we go. The ladies are shook to be sipping this piping tea this early in the trip. And she continues to tell Jen that she's been a good friend to her and Jen's antics earlier was humiliating for her as a respected woman. Next thing, Angie calls Jen out for her ability to fuck up all of her friendships. 
Angie's on a rant and continues on about the money thing and that Jen hasn't contributed one dollar to Coach's party. Y'all, and Jen's response to that? She gifted Angie with a $5,000 necklace. What the fuck? Y'all, and what's worse is that this was a re-gift. A necklace that Jen bought for herself but couldn't get it open. So she just gave it away. The last thing I want to do is keep this necklace and be on public and have the Southern District of New York find me and take the necklace off my neck. This printer ride just went from bad to worse. They called each other bad friends, bitches and everything else. A whole mess, but they made it to the yacht in one piece. A beautiful yacht too, even though Heather thinks a yacht is just a sprinter van on open waters. Facts. So the yacht was beautiful, filled with champagne, a DJ, full service and Captain Drew that Heather was salivating over. Meanwhile Jen is still fuming, ranting to Lisa and Heather over Angie's comments about the unpaid party. She's ready to throw some bitches overboard. Meredith, who is failing miserably at her job as CEO of Fun, makes an observation that Jen is at a breaking point, numbing herself with all that is going on in her life. It's unsettling and frightening. But next week, this yacht trip continues with Jen fighting with Lisa and then upping the antics by throwing someone's shoes overboard. Ooh, child, you know that ain't gonna go down well. Then we see the ladies at a dinner table where Jen is now coming for Heather, demanding Heather to end a friendship with Angie H. Since that, Ain't ride or die behavior. Guess what? Go find yourself another Heather Gay. I'm out. A lot, a lot. So Heather is out, and so are we. Let's close things off with a Leanne rhyme. Hit it. Our soft leg ladies are off this sunny San Diego. With a Sprinter van in tow, you know they're gonna go low. With Michelle Obama wanting to go high, the girls had none of it. They didn't see eye to eye. A depressed and pill-popping Jen fought with everyone. Angie Gay didn't see it coming. She got splashed with Evian. Then shit went from bad to worse. So hold on to your shoe and your purse. Cause Jen needs to pay Angie. She's getting reimbursed. Bye, bitch.